Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. Today, we are speaking with Luis Valentine. Luis is the CEO of BreakingThroughWellness.com. She is a physiologist, a best-selling author, avid runner, and military spouse, which is near and dear to my heart. She will empower you to quickly turn any setback into a comeback and unlock your best health, fitness, or running despite age, busy life, or obstacles. Luis, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Lovely to have you. I mentioned near and dear to my heart, a military spouse. After serving 26 years myself, I am just drawn to the support and encouragement of military spouses and their entrepreneurial journey. It is amazing that you've gone down this road. And folks, we will be speaking about establishing a health mindset starting out 2023. Everybody's trying to figure this thing out. But before we get into that, Luis, <laughs> tell us a little bit about you. Well, speaking about trying to figure it all out, uh, in my youth, I struggled with a compromised immune system. I missed so much school. I was sick all the time, high anxiety. I wanted to be an athlete, but I struggled with really poor athletic performance. Turns out I had a health history, genetic predispositions for a whole slew of issues that would show up in my early 30s. And I, you know, struggling so early, I wanted to study human performance. It was leading me to exercise science, sports medicine, um, holistic health, looking at the whole person. Because I could tell even in my youth that even if I just studied nutrition, it wasn't giving me information about the physiology of my body. If I just studied health, what about fitness? If I just studied medicine, what about prevention? So here I am years later, 15 different degrees and credentials, and I empower others to put it all together because I've been there for so many years thinking, how the heck do we put this all together? to unlock our best without overcomplicating it. Now you bring up a, an amazing point in terms of application of knowledge. You mentioned, hey, I'm going through this physically. Uh, and yes, I can get educated on the medicine side. Not all bodies actually react well to different applications. And so now you go into the, the psyche you're going to the physical, you're going to the medical. There are so much and 15 <laughs> degrees. It was hard <laughs> enough to get one. <laughs> so I, I applaud your, your journey, your educational pursuits and journey, but it, leaders are on a similar path, trying to figure out their leadership style and, and things that apply physical fitness, health, uh, in the mind, in the body. So, right, there's, there's just different varieties of applications and things to address. What specifically, other than your health complications and, and challenges, led you down the road to your own health journey? Yeah, and it was seeing that, you know, we can be evidence-based, but if we get too caught up in what science says, we become evidence-limited. So really taking a step back 
to say like, this is what science says. It's very complicated. Sometimes even as a physiologist, I get very overwhelmed when I'm trying so hard to figure out all of the things, but it's taking a step back and saying, what is my number one pain point or priority goal in my health and fitness? What am I doing to try to accomplish that? And how do I start trimming the fat to focus on what moves the needle the most? Because otherwise we are confused, frustrated, stuck. We, we you know, paralysis by overanalysis, trying to figure out how do we lose a couple pounds or for some of the runners I work with, run our best. For women feeling stuck in perimenopause, where do we start? But just taking a step back and looking at me as a person, what, is, what does my next level look like? And how do I get there with the minimum effort needed to maximize those results? Now you mentioned uh, best. I like to walk, but kind of like beat my pace, right? So I'm walking five miles every other day going. And sometimes I hit it a day after, but I was going and I'm like, wow, 13. Okay. Well, maybe can I get to 12? You know, and one day my body said, okay, you, you're, you're abusing me now <laughs> just for your mind and your ego. And it shut me down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I couldn't walk for the next couple of days almost. And we all have goals in leadership, in career, as a person, we all have uh, goals. And a lot of them are health goals, health conscience goals. What role does health and fitness have in my career? Because I'll tell you that a lot of people and a lot of organizations they have programs set aside as, as part of the complement and support mechanism, but they don't encourage it by their practices. Exactly. Exactly. Um, when you were asking some questions earlier, it made me think about, you know, we can have these wellness programs and they're great. They look great. But if we don't have the culture, especially established by our leadership, then we don't have the example. We don't have the tools in, in place in our everyday workday. So just thinking of things like a leader who has a one-on-one -on -one with someone that they support, making it a walking and talking meeting, getting outside in some sunshine. The, that is such a little step, but it makes such a huge difference. Vitamin D and sunlight is equivalent to the energy of a cup of caffeine and, you know, moving our body, the motor cortex of our brain is right next to the creative problem solving part of our brain. So you will generate better ideas by moving and little things like that just can not only create a culture of health for those that you're in your workplace, but you get better results in the business. So thinking about those things that move the needle the most, rather than sending someone to a health consultation that they're dreading. You know, we, we have a healthy balance of both, but just, just making that culture a really big priority. I love that you mentioned uh, the ability of a leader to set the environment and, and actually set their meetings in something other than what's normal. I, at, when I was in corporate America, I, all my meetings were walking meetings and I called them that because that's what we did. We would meet 
at the at the wherever the the office was and we would go down get into the street and just walk and for whatever amount of time we had to discuss we would get out and and it was it was uh a, it aided brainstorming it aided somebody feeling at ease because now they're not around their co-workers people not listening it did a whole lot but mostly the walking component and i love that you bring the vitamin d the sun things like that because leaders should consider uh, having their meeting settings different and if you can incorporate what you just said uh, i know i witnessed it it will do a whole lot of good now physiology is a thing that we we all don't know about sometimes but where do i start when working with my own physiology to work with it and not against it yeah and I, this is where i just continue to have realizations in coaching individuals is that we all have an individual what i refer to as a stress tipping point so recognizing when you start to feel your body working against you now the example that you gave earlier is you were very focused on walking and you were seeing great results from it, but there became a day where you did, you pushed a little too hard. So looking at the external factors of all the different stress in your life, depending on where you are in your career, different areas of stress will add up. In that instance, in our health and fitness, pushing harder will continue to work against us. Cortisol will be way too high, we'll store body fat, we'll be eating less, working out harder. It becomes a nightmare. But if we recognize the stress tipping point, we can flex and adapt accordingly. So being that engineer of your health and fitness and having this awareness of stress and impact on your results. That's amazing because I've always been a physical guy Obviously, in the military, you have to be. Mm -hmm. And I've always liked the health side of and and benefits of health that I saw come about my activity. But that that particular day, I, my mind was just like, yes, we could do this. We could do this. And my body was like, maybe we can. <laughs> at but what cost? Yeah, at what cost? <laughs> exactly. And and it cost because now I had pain to deal with for for like two or three days before I can get back to a normal thing. I mean, I was limping and everything. Yeah. <laughs> because I did push it too hard. It was great to have a goal. I had a health goal. I had a time goal, but I did. I I, I went too far. Yeah. And, and it's hard. It's hard to kind of see where that is not being a, an educated person in you know physiology your body the vitamins and things all that come to that yeah that's where i really try to keep it simple because i've been so overwhelmed in that position myself and there's a lot of complicated nutrition strategies and we bring it back to basics and just working with you know what signs and symptoms are is your body giving you and then how do we ensure that you're still going to maximize your success without letting something like exercise take more from you than it's giving. Because we don't want to end up with injuries, burnout, exhaustion as a byproduct of our fitness goals as well. Yeah, important point. And we'll be talking about burnout here in a little bit. But before we do, we mentioned organizations, their structure, 
what they provide and how they encourage, but how would a company encourage their people towards a top mind and body performance kind of mindset, given the fact that sometimes it's just a program listed on a sheet? Yeah. Um, you know, again, it goes back to that culture, uh, establishing leaders that set an example. Um, access to healthy foods is huge, you know, because a lot of times we look and we see we have the snack machines and we can talk about health and wellness. But then when you have Hershey bars and, you know, Pepsis and that's what the access to food is, or we're celebrating everyone's birthday with a sheet cake every other day, we really it all adds up. And we all know if we're in the grind of a work project, we get a snack attack, right? We have not taken a break. We are crazy hungry. We're going to grab whatever we see. And then we go and we sit. And that is just the disaster for our health, age, especially age 35 and beyond. So little things go a long way. Access to fresh foods, it, it is still that person's choice, but let's not make it like a I think they called a snack altar where it's like, oh, my kids had extra Halloween candy. So I brought it into work. Oh, my husband didn't want this. So let's bring it in. Oh, there's a sheet cake from so-and-so's birthday. And oh, we got another one. I brought in ice cream donuts because it's Friday. And it's like, what is happening? <laughs> and I'm laughing here because I remember my time in corporate. And it was like that. There were days they were like Krispy Kreme day and Chick-fil-A day. And and every day had a different snack flavor to it or theme. And before you know it, you're sitting on these carbs. You're sitting on all this excess sugar. You're sitting on all this different type of nutrients that are not nutrients, <laughs> just food, right? But it does affect your performance. But not everybody is that conscious to say, you know, hey, that uh, Cheetos machine has just become an apples and grapes and orange machine. Uh, I don't know how far you could get into it in terms of, of that, but I've always seen that they provide food. <laughs> You're going to be working at your desk a long time. So yeah. I normally would get up on my breaks and sometimes organizations do have breaks. I would get up and just go walking. And for whatever amount of time they afforded me, that's how much I walked. And then I came back. And before you know it, I was like 12,000 steps a day at work. Yeah. And so I, I took advantage of the setting. Now, we all make mistakes. I tell you about my mistake, try to push it too hard. But what mistakes do you see people make when working on improving their health and fitness? I see... I see a lot of, you know, not establishing that priority goal, really focusing on what do you really want to achieve? And when you have like a number one or two fitness goal, what does that next level person look like? Why does it mean so much to you? And really looking at the different things that you're doing, because I do see a lot of individuals, especially 35 and beyond, we're doing all of the things or as much as we possibly can or maybe what worked in the past, not recognizing that we're getting stuck with, you know, maybe we love Peloton and we go out the gate super hard. We're doing two hours a day. Now, where do we go? Our body plateaus and adapts. We get stuck or we end up with a back injury because we went out too hard too soon. Things like that. Or, you know, I want to run a marathon, but you're doing yoga and you have a personal trainer and hit classes and 
it's just too much for your body, especially 35 and over. We hit that stress tipping point. We start getting injured, burnt out, weight gain despite exercising well. And it can really be a process of just doing all of the things instead of the things that actually move the needle the most. Yeah, I agree. Now you, you talk about marathons, half marathons. I think you got that in the bag. You can do one for me as well. If you like a slew of half marathons on top of all the things that you have ventured on, on on the education side and leaders, they have these goals that you mentioned. Don't know why sometimes just because maybe they saw something or maybe they saw something reflected in their physique and, and they just want to attack this thing, but they go hard on one area and avoid the, the basic area, which is your body. You know, what does your body need to sustain you on a day-to-day basis? And then we come to this burnout thing, you know, so what can leaders do to avoid the burnout factor in their pursuit of health? I think the biggest thing is, especially when we're in leadership, less is more. So really looking at the fitness strategies and health strategies that are most important to, to achieving your goals. And, you know, the things that I, I see a lot of individuals get stuck is, you know, they might read a book about, you know, what a celebrity does to achieve optimal health and fitness, forgetting the fact that they're, you know, maybe like a recreational triathlete or runner. And what works for someone who can spend their entire day on their health and fitness, something like maybe cryotherapy, it's expensive. It only does so much for us, but little things that we could do instead, or, you know, just take a cold shower and sprinkle water on our forehead and our chest. And it has a really great resilient effect on your energy cells. Like little things like that, we get so stuck in the the superhuman science data side of things, forgetting that little things like just eating really great nutritious foods make a difference versus a a severe diet. You know, there's, there's just a lot out there. So less is more and really looking to see what will need the needle the most for you. And obviously coaching support helps, but using that lens of my goals, my body's needs, my age, the stress in my life, how do we fit this in? You mentioned coaching which brings me to this uh, question here, breaking through wellness. It's not common that you would have a military spouse, a a female go down her own road and say, I'm going to create this thing. So what got you to that point to create this? And tell us a little bit about that specific uh, entrepreneurial venture that you're on. Well, thank you. Honestly, what's interesting is I started in entrepreneurship. So before I met my husband, I was working for the NFL. I was contracting with teams, individual players, a hospital system, and I had this beautiful umbrella business model providing mostly health coaching, sports, um, and massage therapy. But then life changed, of course, when I became a military spouse and realized my husband would be deploying. You know, he's a he was an aviator at the time, so it was like he's going to be home for eight months. I need to maximize my time with him. We moved nine times in 12 years and it became a true, the biggest battle of my life to find employment at each new duty station. I would get more credentials, more degrees, 
you know, got into med school, but couldn't go because my husband got stationed on the other side of the US. And it was just like, I was trying so hard. And I really, I, I love impact. I love helping others achieve their health and fitness goals. And so I took a step back. I looked at all the different things I was doing. Um, it made it in leadership into a health tech, health tech company was my latest position, but I was still suffering with my own health so much. And seeing how the latest science was coming out, people weren't understanding, doing all the wrong things. And there were so many others in my shoes, especially age 35 and beyond, our physiology changes. What worked in our 20s does not work anymore. And so this mission of helping others to achieve their goals, break through their setbacks very quickly. Because when we work with our body and not against it, it's amazing what we can accomplish and really helping others to truly maximize their results age 35 and beyond. Because here I am myself and I live it every day. So those that I coach are right alongside me as we, we figure it all out and put it together to feel our best. It's nice to see a professional in her own setting. I do know the challenges of the military spouse community. You did take on a, a huge task there and then adding the differences in being able to go and work on a steady thing in one area when you're going to get pulled between two and three years, you're going to be asked to go somewhere else. So thank you for reinventing how you was going to impact the world uh, through yeah. your knowledge and, and the wisdom that you've gained and, and are applying. Now, how can folks get a hold of you, uh, your company, to get you to help them get to their fitness goals, their health goals? Uh, how would they do that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Uh, BreakingThroughWellness.com is my website. I do have free courses that are up. Um, so a lot of them are focused on women's health and running those who are very avid about their health and fitness. Um, I do still currently work with, with males as well as females. And I provide a one-on-one -on -one consult for someone who is curious about if they want to work with me, because I know what it's like to have not so perfect health practitioners that aren't a good fit. So I really like to talk to the individual. It's just really the best way to sift out the details. Is this going to work? Is it not? Um, so there's also my newsletter there as well as breaking through wellness on Instagram and Facebook and Louise Valentine MPH on LinkedIn. So little tips and tricks, science baits to bits to maximize your health and fitness. Outstanding. Well, folks, we're going to have that as part of the video and show notes so that you can get a hold of Louise and her wonderful business, get you to your goals in 2023 and beyond. And so thank you for taking the time to be with me today to cover this topic. Uh, folks, today's episode is sponsored by Triad Leadership Solutions and Superpass, which are powering our website and app. Southern Sweet and Sassy Coffee and Hot Chester London. If you've enjoyed this episode and learned something interesting about the topic covered today, make sure to subscribe and let us know by leaving a comment right now. And we're always looking for new ideas and guests that we can add to our show. So if you know someone or have a topic that you would like featured on the podcast, 
or want to sponsor our show, we'd love to hear about it by emailing us at triadleadershipsolutions at gmail.com. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode where we dissect leadership from another angle. And as we like to end the show, success to you.